Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cue the... Should I? <laughs> no, actually, the only person should do that, Carson. Yeah, because it sounds he's funny got... when it's from afar. Mm-hmm. Because he's never well, and he knows it. it better than I do. <laughs> it's really tough <laughs> long to really get to know. <laughs> now my fucking audio isn't working. <laughs> Come on, what a shit show! Oh, sorry. It is. Well, we're live, but I'll quit. You my, should. Uh, you should have a board uh, for a second. You should have one of those uh, sound bites that you hit push the button. It says, what a shit show. I have some sound bites that say things like that. But I know. I, I don't have shit like show yet. When I, I queue going... him up and say, yeah. Yeah, did Belgium. I tell you? What? Just yesterday. Yesterday. Hey, let's see if this works. Hey, it does. Nice. Professional. <laughs> Do you have a like a fart uh, button? I I haven't gone that far down the maturity <laughs> ladder yet. <laughs> Surprise! He's a junior, going to dip down to sophomore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a, yeah. I, I thought you when you said junior. I thought you were going to talk about like striped bar tape or something. Oh, Ooh. which I had. I had I had cello tape. Remember yeah. cello tape, but in the Belgian colors, black yellow. Oh, of course you did. It was great in the rain. Oh yeah. Bonotto. Mm-hmm. It's the best shit in the world. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Pack Filler. I'm Pat Bulger. Vuelta's still underway. The weather here is changing. Beer tastes good. And I have a <laughs> feeling my fitness is fading. Coming to you live on Mixler.com. If you are listening live, you can play along. If you aren't, you can play along next time or drop us a note to mention for the next time. Number here is 509 315 1142. Don't give me that long distance bullshit because I don't think anybody is long distance anymore. I think you, you know, your phone has unlimited roaming. If you're getting jacked, don't fucking. If you, if you have Skype, you can call us. 
Jack's putting the saddle near his face, and it's going to get gross here. You can call during the show or after um, after, and give us a, a, a shit to air on our next show. Oh, give us shit to air on our next show. I'm reading the notes I wrote earlier today. You'd think I'd made this up, right? Hey, you know what? Um, a little difference in our style is I'm going to throw a uh, commercial at you right now. How's this? Episode brought to you by Giant Bicycles. Giant is the world's largest producer of high-quality bikes, but they never forget where they came from. They started small and have founded on the idea that the best way to inspire passion for cycling is to create the best products and make them accessible to all riders. That's what they did back then. And God damn it, that's what they do today. And I probably just lost them as a sponsor. <laughs> I had more coffee. I, ha- <laughs> I had more coffee I was going to read, but then I was just like, no, I said God damn it in a commercial, so fuck it. Uh, with me tonight are, of course, some of the regular characters from the pack. Philip Paul Maine, the man with the calves. Ah, how you doing, Pat? Ah. <laughs> Jack Broadhead, the man with the saddle from hell that he was trying to put all over the mic stand, which is just like basically like rubbing your ass on your microphone, by the way. Jack, welcome. It's not my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, gentlemen, can we talk before we even get going on this? Um, last time we were all together, a competition was held. A challenge was made. And um, I, I, I do believe we need to talk about how that progress is going. And if we're really true keepers of our word, um, when we last were together, there was a competition for the Tour de France, France. Um, points were tallied. And the biggest shocker that I didn't lose. That Paul won. Wow. I, I know. That Paul lost. Yeah, that Paul lost. Yeah, damn it. That was even that, better. That, that all my points came from stage lose. wins, not jerseys. I lost yeah. all on the jerseys. Think of the big picture. Yeah, the big picture. Then yeah. I get to the ride on that piece of shit. At least, at least you didn't pick Richie for anything. No, yeah. I'm, I'm wiser hey, than that. Hey, I, I didn't lose, so don't give me <laughs> shit for Richie Port. But um, the uh, so the for those of you who haven't been listening to the show, fucking where you been? Um, <laughs> we we decided that the the loser was going to have to ride Mount Spokane in the kit of shame with the Viagra logos on it and all that stuff all over it. It's really large. It, 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 no, it doesn't fit me. It's too big for me. I'm just going to rock back and forth in place here. <laughs> um, on the uh, pencil eraser concourse saddle from 1982. Okay. And then um, the diva himself came on board, Karsten Hagen, who I... I hope I have permission to constantly give him shit because he's got a pretty thick skin. Um, it said that we should make it into this challenge for this downhill race and discs against rim brakes and all this kind of stuff. And since then, excuses have just been flying out of his ass. And um, <laughs> gentlemen, I, I we need to discuss this. We need to discuss if the ch- if the challenge is not going to happen. Where's the where's the the completion of the Tour de France game going to come. Wasn't he in town this last? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Two weeks ago? A yeah, week he ago? Was. He was. But he was afraid. Like, that's where I'll put it down. <laughs> he, he, did he pack his bike? Did he bring his bike? He did not. He doesn't even have a road bike right now. But the so guy how, works. How is he going to? Okay, he, let, he let's, for, for those people who haven't listened. Yeah. He works for Giant. They, they, yeah. I haven't heard the story. Yeah. We kind of combined two two contests. So one, the, we did. The, the jersey and the, and the saddle of shame is my punishment. <laughs> yes. But in that same episode, Carson lays down because he's all disc brakes and I'm not. Yeah. 
that he challenges down Mount Spokane, and we decided we would combine this to a contest. In, into a super challenge. Which puts all the weight on Carson, yeah. who lives in Bend, yeah. which is logistically it's not going to happen until he maybe yeah. he buys a road bike. And I will still be on rim brakes and tubulars even in 10 years, so the challenge will so, <laughs> still be So there. that'll have to stay out there. <laughs> yeah. So in the meantime, let me get somebody on the phone here. Um, Who could do, that be? Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> better freaking answer. I pay the cell phone bill. <laughs> he better do his... Does say ice when... Uh, he better do his little... A little call, his Hopefully catch thing. Just, hey. 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 Is that how he always answers the phone when you call? No, it no. should. That would be actually kind of fun if he did. Answer the phone, you little punk. Well, this is going down like a lead balloon. Um, in the meantime, while I ring this specific somebody, um, we have to decide... How we're going to proceed with this? Um, are we going to brainstorm an idea tonight and make the punishment happen? We have been kicking around one um, just recently about the potential of a in Trainer. studio punishment. Mm-hmm. Trainer session. Yeah. What about cross season? He could do all of cross. No, season I don't do it. cross. Ugh. No. Fuck. No. Um, they have disparate. So you don't ride till like, like <laughs> no, I ride. April. <laughs> no, I ride on the road all the time. I do. I will be getting a cross bike, hey. but not to cross. Okay. Yeah. I'm still. I heard that. Yeah. I heard I you're do. getting a um, same as Pat's kind of. Yeah, it's a cross version, so it's a. a but it's not, to, not for cross. It's for commuting. It, it is. Yeah, it'll be my commuter, and then also to ride in foul weather. Fenders. So I don't. Fenders. Yeah, I can put fenders on it. That yep. kind yep. of beat it around. Yep. So. I don't. I don't think kids of his generation understand that phones are actually for talking through. No, he he's probably Did dad hasn't text texted me yet. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> it's the live text, right, Dad? Dude, ants were. He'll get that first, or he'll say it isn't. Or, or, or social media. Use yeah. one of those. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, yeah. I'll Facebook. Snapchat it. You're asking after him. I don't have Snapchat because I'm over the age of 40, and that would make me creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you calling my phone? Okay. Yeah, buddy. I'm calling your phone. Let me try it on this. Are you sure he's computer. in college? <laughs> kind of a slow, <laughs> he's a slow learner. He's a theater major, so. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you guys fill in the gap while I'm talking all right. this. right. So. So, this is, how's the Vuelta going for you? <laughs> this is, actually, this is apparently. Actually, I made again. I think I've cursed people. Anytime I suggest somebody is going to do your well, your call has been forwarded to an oh automated. God, <laughs> is that one of your buttons? Yeah, that should <laughs> one be. Of your buttons. That should so, be. I hear yeah, like yeah. if you pick, you picked um, your your top. Three. I thought it was going to be all. I, I put uh, Roglic in there. Yep, but. Um, you know, I oh, didn't think I he think could stand for the, for the, um, you know, the the steep pitches with against the Colombians, and the Colombians are the ones that have been falling off. Jackson, hey, hey. yeah, there, there he does. There it was. Yeah, there was. It. He said it. He said it. <laughs> Jackson Bulger, welcome to the podcast from very far away. Ah, uh, yeah, so far. <laughs> hey, I heard you discovered uh, Forest Park. Yeah, by I my did. Sub- it's, suggestion, it's, it's pretty massive, huh? Yeah, it was a good. Su- yeah, I, uh, it was a. Uh, there's a lot still to be discovered. 
you can get sure. lost it's, it's, in it's a lot Park. of fun i think my wife on a on an ultra race got they got lost for a bit is that, that yeah it's that big. is that the park where we rode jay yeah okay that was yeah we didn't we did it like a gravel ride yeah yeah, and up and she did an ultra, you know, trail race. Oh, okay, that's what you're speaking and, of. Yeah, they got lost for a while. I don't understand. People got lost on running it. language. Yeah, you don't run. Le- you know, no. Jackson, the topic, as you very likely know, is we're talking about the Tour de France contest, and we're talking about how to settle this up, since um, Karsten the Diva himself um, can't make it into town, and so we're now looking at trying to figure out ways in which to. Make the punishment happen, make it viable, and make it something that would appease you because you were the one who won. I, I know. So far, is, the, go ahead. What was that? Oh, is is Carson available for a little Seattle time? I don't think Carson will be in Seattle to see Frank Strack's <laughs> band rocking it up. Um, we haven't, the first idea we have, and we need to, you know, and in fact, if we do have some listeners on, on Mixler right now, so we, I want to see what the opinion is of making Paul actually ride one, maybe I'm making eye contact with Paul yeah. right now, multiple podcasts on the trainer or on the rollers whilst, I just <laughs> whilst, <laughs> whilst. <laughs> <laughs> While riding the saddle in the kit of shame, It'll, that'll make you go limp. And we set way. up a yeah. webcam or something like that. That would be funny. But he has Jackson. Jackson. You have to say yes or no. Yeah, that. you have to approve, dude. Because I am the punishee, and you're the punisher. So you, so you'd be on the trainer in the studio, and we'd have a webcam while you're doing it. Yeah, and the show would be going on <laughs> on rollers. Yeah, on rollers. I don't do I, trainers. See, I do, that could. I do like that. That could get dangerous. No. You don't think you'd hurt yourself? No. You just go by the the saddle's going to hurt me worse on the road. (laughs) (laughs) That thing. At least I'll have smooth rollers. Mm. I hit a pothole and that thing's going to go right up. I'll have to have it surgically removed or something. (laughs) Wait, how is that any different? If anybody's seen a Concourse saddle, I actually tried one in the day. That's why I went with Turbo. The the things are about the most narrow the freaking narrowest. Flight, flight saddles were, were they were, they were shaped in now. the back just a little bit different. It's not so much that part, but my sits bones on that. It's like <laughs> don't, it's don't like match. a thumb. Yeah, I'm posting like I'm, a picture of the saddle right now to Instagram. I hate those saddles, and I, and I know a guy that is, is on our team. He's part of the Gap, the the GS Gap, mm. one of the three guys, Andre. Um, he loves that saddle, and I'm like, are you kidding me? And he looks at my my physique and he goes how do you ride that thing it's like perfect jesus Mm. um anyway jackson so you're in favor of this so far i like where we're going i like this okay and uh is it just one show is it uh you know and paul won't show up after the first show (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i'm busy uh well, I'm, uh, I'm looking at the studio and wondering about vendil- ventilation well, because it's, I'll stink it up. We, can, we get the door. We can All open right. the door. All right. Get some, uh, not, I'm not trying to weasel out. I'm just saying, yeah. Going. I, I, and, okay, I have rollers, but my rollers are rattly loud. They're like, wah, 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 wah. they're I'll like take the my restrictor job. I have aluminum oh, I got, drums I got, on them. I got rollers that have no restrictor. Yeah, I can just take mine off. And they I'm, fold up. Yeah, it's mine fold up too. So. What's a restrictor? We all have rollers. If, Nobody... if we put a m- magnetic restrictor on the roller, then it'll start making sound. Or 
you don't ride with restriction on My your rollers? rollers are so old that they're just rollers. Yeah. There's huh. no resistance. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Jackson, are we going completely over but your nobody head? Nobody in, the, in their <laughs> 20s has None. rollers. Yeah. Nobody. Well, if they've been on the track, they have. Let, let's get, well, we keep cutting off your son. We there. do. Yeah. Jackson, um, oh. do you have any other potential damning things we could do to him? <laughs> like, see, I, like what? No, go. Oh, um, I don't know. I'm, I did like this whole race, disc brake situation we had going. And I, 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 it's all, it's I don't all think that's going away. No, I think w- that's because no, no, logistically yeah. this thing could last. It'll be another year or so with the way Karsten is, but not that well, way he's gotta, he he's is. He's got to buy a road bike. But, yeah, he's, he doesn't have a road bike. He there's can borrow my road bike. Oh, there's no disc brakes. Oh, yeah. Well, so I think, that it, Jackson, I think that should be a separate entity. I will will uh, I will sacrifice wearing the the jersey of shame. The kid of shame. You know, the kid of shame. That's going to slow yeah. down aerodynamically. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, Jackson but, Bolger, winner of the 2019 Tour de France Pack Filler Challenge, do you approve of the new modified punishment to Paul Maine? I like it. It sounds good to me. Ladies and gentlemen, I it's, believe. Go, Jay. No, I was going to say it fits the, it, the punishment fits the crime. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to come up with a very, very special uh, uh, topic and maybe even, I don't know. Inter- Indoor training. Intervals whenever we... We should get Dave McQuillan from the Sufferfest on to come on talk about it. Indoor training during that show. There you go. Jackson reading a magazine. Fuck. Um, <laughs> all right, Jay. You said you had to, you can only be around for so much time. Um, I, 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 I would like to personally thank you and um, demand, as your father figure, that you send me an audio bite of you and your opening greeting. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, I'll do it tonight. He needs a button. Hey, can you create yeah. a sign-off, too? It should be your ring back tone. See, it have to, it have to be like bye, <laughs> bye, yeah. because he does say that at the end of the shows, right? Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. So, so there we go. I yeah. need both yeah. of them. There we go. I need mm-hmm. both of them because we have okay. we have Carstens. Oh fuck, we have Carstens. Go away, bitch. <laughs> That's Carson. Is that him? Actually, no. Oh. He's our diva. <laughs> I know, but I get it. We have yeah. diva. So and I don't no, know who is. this is. What are you doing, you moron? You know. So we're gonna just play around with all those and see where we can go. But and fart noises. I don't have fart noises yet. I'll work on those. All right, Jay. I'll let you go, man. Um, that's the plan so far, and we will roll with it. Thank you, Punisher. Cool. Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. See you, dude. All right. See what, you do guys. You, what do you say? Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and he's gone. All right. Should we get to the topic of the show now that we figured it out? We got to schedule this and make this happen. This has got to be a true punishment. Um, I, I would invite guests over to view it. And, <laughs> we and should we do it at a webcam. brewery. We should just do it at a brewery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could possibly do that. Yeah, I think River we're getting. Uh, I don't know. The, don't the don't name names a, yet. Don't name names yet. The the person I know that owned that sold it. So River City no longer yeah, is owned right. by, I know. by my friend. Mm. But, so are you riding for a relay next year? Now, Quit they, they, jumping the fucking... Look at this. Chain here, man. We got <laughs> we got an order of events, Jack. You should post that like on on the desk before we start. Now, what you do is you just let him talk and you follow. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'll and I, I can mute you anytime. <laughs> A little late. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, so we figured that part out, right? Um, I do have to say that I, I have a show coming up pretty soon. Um, uh, speaking of Carson, he and I were able to talk to a, a really interesting guest, um, Dr. Sally Russell, Sarah Russell, on on the show. She's a sports psychologist for the U.S. Olympic uh, Committee, but the um, uh, the Paralympic division. And, um, it was a really cool discussion and I'm saving that interview and we're going to release that next week, but, um, it, to talk to somebody about sports psychology and those types of things and, um, completely, you know, uh, full of shit. I did ask specific questions about why Karsten is so fucked up and why he's so scared. of <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait to hear it's all that. that crash in 1988. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took out the whole Why, thing. Uh, it fucked him up. Yeah, it did. Why do you think he has such a strong passion for disc brakes? Yeah, you know, because yeah. he like couldn't that. stop that day. Yeah, yeah. So Sarah Mitchell is her name, and she will be on uh, the be show next show. week. We pre-recorded that, but I will come on live on Monday and do a little uh, uh, opener and stuff like that, and hopefully not screw it up, kind of like I am right now. But uh, gentlemen, I guess you guys asked it that when I was trying to dial Skype about the Vuelta. Is any any thoughts on that before we get to the topic at hand on things that are going on? Nope. Jack, you not been watching it? Nope. He he thinks uh, La Hareta is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I I'm I'm uh, I'm. Uh, how's that English dude doing? Uh, not well. Not well. Gegenhart. Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, you guys are trying to come up with that yeah. name. It's yeah. like, and and you know, the funny thing is about that is the that there was a guy who actually was listening yeah. to Mixler and actually yep, yep, I clued us in. Yep. And mm-hmm. I, there's a customer of ours from Voltrick who went it was like to RG. a job site. Yeah, some dude, he, he named that guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 One of our he listeners. knew what I was thinking. Yep. Yeah. Like, we were, you know, like Stam- stammering. Great minds. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, then I got shamed by a customer. I went to a job site, and this customer goes, Teo, uh, no, Teo, Teo Gegenhardt. Yeah. I said, yeah, that was the name. I'm shouting at the stinking at my podcast, yelling the name, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, how stupid am I? You have a customer this podcast? Yeah, yeah, believe it or not. There are people yeah. out there, yeah. But and he's a PT guy. I mean, he's got he's educated. Wow. He's a learned. Wow. <laughs> a learned, <laughs> learned man. He went to college. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got smart. Yeah. So, okay, I I honestly say I I have been watching the Vuelta. I haven't been as um, vigilant. Vigilant, thank you, mm-hmm. about it as I should be. I don't know if I've got burnout or if something's going on, but um, especially like today's stage, it seemed kind of kind of boring. Really? Huh. Yeah. Um, the other stages have been good. I I think it's all signed, sealed, and delivered. I think um, we're gonna have a, a definite win from. Roglic. Roglic, you know, so there, quote me there. I should have picked him at the beginning. We should have done this as a, a challenge. I would have won that one. I'd have lost. Yeah. So I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm looking more forward to the end of the season classics in the world, to be honest. Yeah, world's going to yeah. be good. Yeah, I'm very excited about those. All right, should we jump to it? Yep. Gentlemen, um, I, I want this to be the podcast where we save the sport of cycling. This is it. I'm putting us out there. And you got us two knuckleheads yes. to try and do it. We are going to come up with I've got I've got lists of things that can potentially save cycling. And I've also got an idea that honestly physically woke me up in the middle of the night the other night. Huh. And um huh. it is a and I I think I told you an Paul, epiphany? No, it's more of a if I had enough money to create something so grandiose oh, yeah, yeah. it would be absolutely amazing but i i would like to know the realistic nature of said 
idea. Okay, so we all know that um, it's primarily road cycling is is on the decline. We are seeing other sports, uh, other realms of the sport that are doing well, but it's. It, I think in general we could probably say. Listener number one is going to yell at me that the numbers are slowly <laughs> starting to drop. You know, it's probably because we don't have a Lance Armstrong. No. no drink. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Who's listener number one? Carson? No. Carson one shall not be named. He is no. the Voldemort of this All podcast. Right. Dismount, Dave. No, no, dismounts no. one of the dismounts one? one of us. Mm-hmm. No, dismounts one of us. But anyway, um, I have my my top eight ways in which cycling can be saved they are kind of a duh element but they also are things that i think people need to wake up and realize that this sport isn't going to be handed to them and it's not going to be completely sustainable unless these types of things happen for example number one put on races yeah. people have to start putting on more bike races um it's we've all just been i and i blame usa cycling because of the removal of the rule where you had to as a club put on a race um and where where can you know who, clubs be the ones that are going to have to do this? Can we respond to that? We can. Yeah. That's okay. what I'm hoping for. Okay. That's why I'm sitting here. So it, here's here's the thing with that. I, in the early days, when when we I was on a small team to put on a race, yeah, the the rules for for putting on the race and all the uh, logistics and all the the permit pulling was very very simple. Now, if you have a team of about you know, four or five guys, six guys to put on a race. They find the manpower with all the signage and everything, road closures, all this is, it's almost impossible. So you couldn't have any teams. Um, And that's on these small teams that I had or was a part of um, back in the early 90s. We just like, that's when they got rid of it. And it was like, thank God, I only have six guys on this team. There's no way we could put on a race. Plus, our IQs below room temperature. So, <laughs> you know. anyway, I think that's part of the problem. I think it was a semi-good thing, but I. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. No. don't have an answer, but I think, yeah, yeah. Jack's so, got an answer. so yeah. I I was taking a break from cycling and um, living out on the peninsula, and I think a couple of you probably remember the um, uh, state road race championship up at the uh, nuke site. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Sets up. Yeah. So <clears throat> I I was not racing. I I know so the WSBA and I don't know the situation with that right now, but you know, with the signage and the, you know, go to Dave Douglas, get get your sign your signage Dave for Douglas. the weekend. <laughs> and uh but so I actually started so I wasn't affiliated with the team. I wasn't riding my bike. I started because of that rule. Um I had a cycling team like uh, Southwest Washington cycling or something like that. I started a team so I could put on a race. I put on two or three races one summer. I think I did uh, state time trial championship and then the road race around Vance Creek. Um, did that for about three years as a non-cyclist, as a just mm-hmm. I'm going to be a race promoter and I had to start a cycling team. I had no members. Um, you know, paid USCF, uh, whatever I paid, uh, hired officials. So, so I think it's, it's doable from a, um, Hey, I want to, I want to promote bike racing and keep people showing up. I, I went to FSA, you know, Doug Stewart. I said, yeah. Hey, I need, I need, I need prizes. 
Um, for the pros, I put money back, like every bit of the pro entry fee went right back into a oh, one twos, went right back into their uh, into their prizes. prizes. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, I, I I paid my volunteers with uh, lunch. We'd be making lunch all all evening the night before. Um, I'd pay their fuel and I'd give them a few bucks and free entry. So we had all kinds of people. I mean, I I didn't know like Ted Chauvin prior to Vance Creek. Um, That's listener one, by the way. Ted, <laughs> no way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so you know, I mean, Ted helped. He came out. He yeah. uh, he raced. Um, his wife raced. Um, you know, we were living over here in Spokane a decade later, and yeah. he came up to me. He's like, "Hey, Jack," you know. So we kind of re um, became reacquainted, and and so there's there's people that are willing to go out and put in their three hours so that you know one for the good of bike racing, and two, you know, they get something out of it. So I think you need I need I think you need to kind of think outside the box. Like, do we need to tie to a festival? Do we need to tie to you know the the lilac parade? Yeah, you know something. Did you walk away? in the black or uh yeah i mean i'm i'm sure i made a few hundred bucks not it's not i didn't do it as a career no and i know there's guys that you know start uh, everybody that took over i mean you know eric anderson's done really well Mm -hmm. promoting bike races yeah, fifty three eleven isn't that uh, promotional group i'm not sure but eric eric took vance creek i i got eric into bike racing you know, he's yeah. so he came out, he helped, he brought volunteers. He's the one that showed up like one year at my race with a laptop and a spreadsheet. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, this is how you do it. And yeah. he just he took it from there. So I think it's it's hard to find volunteers. We'll we'll probably never find volunteers like we had at Washington Trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my other part of that is, too, and this is actually leading perfectly to number two is <laughs> number two. Um <laughs> <laughs> We're children. I do need a fart sound effect, Jack. Um, is is the it's variety is the variety of those races? Can you get away with putting on smaller? Turn that goddamn phone off. Can you um, put on smaller one-off races? Can you put on things like, for example, uh, the Wednesday night mountain bike race? I know you guys are cringing at mountain bike races. But the great thing, thing about what that series does is they put it on a race every Wednesday night in May and June. Mm-hmm. But the course is different every night. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine being able to go out someplace and do a different race every Wednesday night? And, and have it have a points total and things like that. And yes, that's going to be more difficult on road. But um, that variety, um, I, I, I think gravel circuits are something that should be done. I think you should have a circuit race that is two to f- three miles in length and, and have something like that. I think a TT series could work. God knows it's been that's working probably the easiest, forever. Yeah, that's, and you get triathletes yeah. and you get... I'm, you know, yeah, I mean, and you get a lot of different, and you have the the most simplistic of them all. You got our friend Sean Howard who puts on what he calls the paper plate series, mm-hmm. where he just goes out the night before and he puts plates out, paper plates with arrows on them, and says, "We're racing tomorrow." It's it's a, an agreement ride. It's not official, and I don't want to get people in trouble, but it's not licensed. It's not. Um, it's just there's a place to go to, out and ride. Yeah, there's a place to congregate. Yeah, and kind of like, hey, we're riding this way, and if you get lost or you get dropped, there's yeah. a paper plate oh, points a that way. Breakfast ride mentality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you show up and race, race to Cheney. 
Yeah. yeah. Or it's a GPX file that you log, log on to your, your Garmin or Wahoo or whatever it is, and mm-hmm. then you're off. To, you're good. You can find your way if you get dropped. I just, I think there needs to be more variety like that where you just, it doesn't necessarily have to be a gigantic event. So was that race you were talking about, the race at Mount Spokane you were talking about a few months ago? He, he Sean put that on. From, yeah. from Mount yeah. Spokane. He does all stay, kinds of stuff uh, like School this. to the top. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. He does all kinds of stuff like that. That was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think more big group rides, this is my next one, need to be organized where you've got, um, you know, okay, we're going to do the, what's the, the Butte, um, or the step toe step toe near us you know that used to be a yearly thing mm-hmm. where everybody say okay we're gonna meet this day and go ride this ride um i our midnight century is exactly one of those mm-hmm. it's right. just people meet at midnight on the first weekend in august and they go out and ride this stuff um and i'm not saying this has to you don't have to pull teeth to do this stuff but i think what we're missing it's the biggest element of it is i think we're missing the social element of the sport i think we're it's 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 fading away. Hence, the numbers are de- declining. People are riding Zwift inside. People are riding Strava segments, and that's it. They aren't, the the social element isn't there. Agree? Disagree? Tell me to shut up. No, I think I think uh, when it comes to to a big group ride, kind of like what Sean's doing, yeah, is you got to have somebody with direction, and and a lot of people are willing to follow. Um, there was a group wow. of guys I used to ride ride with, uh, the morning ride, and uh, as a TMR. So every once in a while, he just refers them to TMR. But it was a it was these two doctors that um, decided that you, they were having kids, and they didn't have time to ride bikes. I liked it. They met at Thirtieth in Pittsburgh. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And just now I know a, what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So and it was like, you know, they they rolled out at five forty five in the morning, as soon as you know. The Ides of March is the beginning, and then the uh, yeah. summer solstice. You know, so that was it. Um, it grew at one point. We would have like fifty some people on the ride. Wow, shit! So yeah. it, I mean, it was yeah. crazy, and it, and it was you know during the Lance era too, which you know probably helps a little bit. But Bill was always he's the one that did it, and he's also involved with Spoke, uh, Spokefest. He's yeah. he's always been active in the bicycle community. He also was one of the founders of uh, Spokane Parkways, where they shut down the streets. So, you do need a good, good, strong leader and somebody who's willing to take, you know, take charge. So, and potentially not ride the events themselves. In I some can't of those do situations. that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that really does cause a problem. So. Um, I also think, in terms of that social uh, discussion, is even even things off site uh, off the off the bike. Offside the saddle is what I was trying to say. I really fucked that up. Um, social gatherings, getting together to watch the classics, getting together to watch stages and and having discussions about bikes. Um, heaven forbid um, teaching a class or something like that for some of us who've been with the sport for way too long and talking to others about the sport and, and things like that. I think these are ways in which you could grow. I see a lot of, um, I will get you Jack. Thank you for raising your hand. I see a lot of people. You know, there's no cameras here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's for him. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. It is. Um, I He's see, a teacher. I do see people, uh, Leading these junior groups like uh, School of Cross and things like that, which is a local group here, which is a bunch of ex-cyclists all taking out kids and teaching mm-hmm. them how to ride cross. That shit will save the sport. 
Jack, you had your hand up. Yeah, so um, the social thing, um, you know, I've been running a lot lately, and we go oh, and we to... You. Um, <laughs> do you have to drink when I say No, that? I said um, we forgive you. Oh, jeez. Um, I'm getting ready for cross season, always. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to race, but you're just getting ready for it? Is Man, I can run up. Anyway, um, so so uh, Garland Theater, why not put on you you mentioned a classic getting together and watching the classics yeah garland theater puts on a trail run festival well okay so this is our lo- one of our shadow, local movie theaters rain shadow away. running puts on a national film festival and it's all these shorts it's it's um you know uh, it could be an ad from europe it could be um a really cool like um north face video that goes on for about three uh, 10 minutes wow. with you know their runners just, and all that just a, a youtube based stuff um yeah probably things you could see on youtube and they bring it all together and so there's like an hour and a half long festival they've got you know a raffle it's at the garland theater there's beer there's popcorn and it's 30 bucks and you got me the place here. is full me too you took my line <laughs> yeah. the place is full and you got road runners you got trail runners you got just all these people converging on the garland theater well Magic Lantern, Garland, whatever. Yeah. Why not put together a Spokane Film Festival of cycling? It's one of the biggest, you know, cycling towns in the U.S. You could produce it, Pat. And um, <laughs> <laughs> all you have to go to YouTube. <laughs> you don't have a job. I'll just make a, just yeah. make a playlist yeah. off of YouTube. Paste from YouTube. Yeah. And, uh, bike Towns will be yeah, on there. Yeah, By the yeah. way, subscribe to our yeah, web channel. Exactly. So all of your videos in Bike Town. Wow. But no, anyway, that's a gathering place. I mean, maybe maybe there's something that social could be done with that. Also, um, uh, getting people to interact with um, the race that you're putting on. So yeah. let's say we did a Twilight Crit. Now, crits are very, hmm. very, um, uh, everybody's so ADD. So, you know, got to have, it, it, you can't watch a road race. You just can't watch a road race. You be in the feed zone, you see everybody go by, and you go home. But yeah, we're but, at the, we're in the realm where it has to be a circuit race. Yes, if yes. it's a road race, cross mm-hmm. or road yeah. or all all that is is much more exciting. So you know, we pick an area, we tie it to a you know I, I, some sort of festival or um, uh, I, you know something that would attract people to the area. Oh well, hell, there's a bike race going on, you yeah. know, and a farmers market. So, so I don't know Perry Street. Or check out so they get, check so out anybody who gets lapped. You just grab a rotten tomato. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Bad vegetables. Yeah, but, throw yeah, it. But, yeah. You know, there's there's um, there's ways to to bring people to watch it without they they they'll happen upon a bike race. You guys mentioned Boise like ten times in the last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Tulsa Tough is another one that has they've made that into yeah. a. Big festival. I Boise. I've done a couple times, and there's ten thousand mm-hmm. people standing on the sides, yeah. clicking clickers, and mm-hmm. and it's it's a party afterwards. There's you know ten bars, and there's. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So there's got to be a reason to draw them. I mean, maybe the new park, maybe, um, you know, I've mentioned Kendall Yard a couple times. There's probably ways to get Kendall Yard on board to promote one, the businesses, one, the place, the lifestyle, you know, the, mm-hmm. that everybody that moves to Kendall Yard is moving to a, you know, a, a, the, the trail, the lifestyle. So should we say something? Mm-hmm. I guess he just kind of let us right into it. It is a yeah. perfect segue yeah. right into it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Paul and I have been putting our, our money where our mouths are. And um, we're actually in discussions with some very fine people. Um, to uh, the potential of bringing back a Twilight Criterium in this oh. very community. Mm-hmm. So exciting. And um, I, w- I will start training for this. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I'm i tired of saying, God, I wish people put on more bike races. And uh, of somebody who, who stands at this pulpit on such a regular event uh, occurrence, yeah, shut up, shut up, dude. Well, you're also a good there announcer, so great announcer. <laughs> Jeff, I'll take good. He yeah, wants I'm, to come uh, back next good. week. Yeah, exactly. Who's that the, guy with the beard with Jeff? Uh, who was that guy that did the cool? Jeff Roke. Yeah. yeah, Jeff Roke. Jeff Roke was a legend. In mm-hmm. Didn't you interview? No, you've you interviewed. No, you can take over for yeah. Jeff. No, it's all uh, Dave Toll. Is who oh, I've yeah, Dave Toll. Who yeah. I've talked to. And um, um, Richard Fries. <laughs> Richard Fries is another <laughs> good announcer. <laughs> you guys are just dropping to teenage level here as, as the Paul moves on the chair and it makes a fart sound. Um, and, and finally, I think thinking outside the box and thinking of new and interesting ways uh, to get people to straddle the top tube. So you guys ready for my, my yeah, pie yeah. in the sky? Kids race. Yeah, oh shit! Yeah. In fact, I, I should All mention right. more about the crit that we're thinking yeah, yeah. of. We had a we had a lengthy discussion about bringing a downtown criterium to Spokane, mm-hmm. back to Spokane, till the River Park Square like blocked off the final corner. Yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah. Go but ahead. Paul is actually the course guy. We could talk to Paul nice. about the course kind of concepts. Mm-hmm. But um, what we're thinking about is you know areas where, correct me if I'm wrong, Paul. No hotels yeah. are blocked. We can't do that. Um, you have multiple SDA. restaurants. Yeah, our busing, local busing. Yeah, but we want it to be a walking-friendly area. We'd like probably a parking lot where we could get vendors and Mm -hmm. things like that, and we want to make a day out of it and run it well into the evening, have your uh, high-end races later towards the evening. Yeah, I mean, uh, the model would be like Boise Mm because that's been Mm -hmm. 30 years at least. So um, anyway, yeah. So I kind of laid out down to me like down. Kindle Yards is it's fine to me. That would be more of a regional type thing, but for a granddaddy, I, I think our intention is to start small, yeah, and see yeah. how it gets received. There's there's powers to be in this country that that really want Spokane to be a part of their series um, because yeah. we've we've put on good we events. Were. 
Yeah. yeah. We were the we, we also have like Olympic trials, we 84, State, We have Bloomsday and we have Hoop uh, Fest. Hoop Fest. Yeah. I mean, we promote the biggest events in the nation. And we were at the, you know, the pinnacle of cycling in the mid '80s. Yeah. So, but in a, in a way, that kind of hinders a little bit when it comes to putting on downtown crit, as we found out by this these group. And I would we be safe to say it is Spokane? Yeah, uh, sports think, yeah. commission. Yeah, who's, who's, regional sports. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so they they said the merchants get tired of you know hoop fest is a great thing for Spokane. But I know a friend of mine who owns a business down there. He just closes down on Sundays because he has mm. so many people coming out and stealing his stuff. You no know, shit. Wow. Um, so you know, there there is some drawback if you get too big. Right. Restaurants like it. Hotels like it. Yeah, Red Robin was packed. Yeah, I mean, for packed for like forty eight hours straight. They, yeah, they probably made. I somebody said how much money they made. In a day, it was ridiculous. None of us said yum after you said that. <laughs> I never had red rum though. You never have. But see, the, these are it. the things you have to you have to know your merchants. You have to know, you know, who's gonna. It's it's a long drawn out process. Yeah, and and it's a willing to to bend. I think a little bit. And uh, I, I you know, of course, I text you yesterday when I was out for a walk with my. <laughs> <laughs> With my wife, You're so fucking classy. Yeah. Dude. Opening a beer right in front of her. That's a stout, by the it's way. It's Duff. I know. Okay, it's Duff. Beer. Duff. <laughs> so, Paul yeah. was all serious, and you fucked it up. Yeah, <laughs> you got me going. But you know, just just walking around and trying to get. You don't want a short course. Do you like no. do, Jack? Do you, well, he's away from the mic, but he can. But you know. I don't like. I hate your typical four corner crit. Although yeah. that's Boise. Boise is a four corner crit. Does anybody know I won Boise one year? No one. No, you haven't mentioned that yet. So <laughs> that might be your. That might be your. Wow. B- oh, yeah, there you yeah, go. There we no, go. No, that's for yeah. Paul. <laughs> no, it works for you. Know, something higher. <laughs> something higher voiced than that. Or and and the prize money was probably. <laughs> so what was your prize? I love my little toy over here. Yeah, a, a grand back then. Yeah, yeah, the big check. Yeah, yeah, they had the big check up yeah. on the podium. Oh, you gotta hold up a, a big, big check. check. I, yep, we gave it to you? a race sponsor. Oh, did you? Grannies. Oh, oh you for Grannies when you yep. were with Grannies, you did yep. that. Yep, nineteen uh, eighty-nine or ninety. I see you in a completely different world now. That and and uh, somebody, uh, one of the Utah guys was there. Um, There's a couple good guys there mm-hmm. back then. It, I did go back George, about George Cycles probably didn't like. I'm out of town or beaten. <laughs> so, you know, if I go down to that race, I can start on the front line. Really? At my age, even. Yeah. Wow. So I went back at like um, 1998 when I started racing pretty seriously again. And uh, 98 or 97. And, and I got, I got, um, I got <laughs> number one was my race number. And I got to start on the front line. Wow. Yeah. That will never happen. I think happen I was like to me. 19th that year. That will never ever happen. But it's, so I'd it's give an you amazing. shit like I give you shit like living the now and stuff like that. But dude, that's cool. Yeah, mm, that's it, really cool. That, that, that is a huge glory. crit. Yeah. I got a I got a uh, get, uh, white rock crit that I got. Gas down. Steeda, Steeda beat me by um, a wheel length. Wow, Alex um, Steeda. Yep. Yeah, I got a picture of Holder Dave. Of the yellow what jersey. Was Dave Nicholson. Yeah, Dave he Nicholson was, was an Olympic yeah, long yep, team. Steeda, me and Dave mm-hmm. Nicholson sitting there bullshitting on the podium wow. afterwards. But so 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 <laughs> enough <laughs> about I, me. Should I give you guys a minute? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> enough um, about me. Yeah. No, but no, here, anyway. here's here's my question. Yeah. yeah. So 
obviously your your experience. What kind of crits do you like? So that's part of the design. Yeah. I, I hate ah. four corner crits. I, I like I like sections where extremely. This is me. I like six or more corners, and I like I like a good long sprint. Port Townsend, like, Port Townsend crit. That's I never did that. That's one. multiple. Remember that yeah. one? Yeah. Multi, it's like a, oh, not quite a figure eight. All I remember is that they were once the sponsored by a hard cider, <laughs> and and you drank like four hard ciders, and and you, you were. I didn't drink as many as you. We had to take you, you to the track we to get you to ride around a couple times and shut the fuck up. Wait, this Dude, is a no. whole nother show. My sister, <laughs> my sister show. had to stop and marry more and say, Jack, just go ride for a minute. You're like, Nuh-uh. why? I don't want to need a ride. <laughs> Want to talk. I don't remember any of this, but this you were is a drunk on hard cider at a young age. Show. Sinner. I was like 15. <laughs> I, <know>. but <laughs> I you thought were... it was fucking apple juice. I did. I didn't know it was hard cider. But anyway, God, we're jumping the ship here. Yeah. But, um, okay, long, yeah. long strip. Finish. So, wait, you know, I, I think I think for me, whole that's a show. Yeah. There's the boring crits have always been the four corner. They're fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, but. You know, I'm trying to find a pattern. Downtown Spokane. It, it, that was an eight eight corner. You know, six basically corner. or yeah. six corner, yeah. like a sort of a figure eight where you keep. Oh, that was L shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Paul's got kind of like a figure eight. Yeah, kind I of do. Design. And yeah. and what uh, Gastown had cobbles. Yeah. I love bricks in the middle of a crit. That's going to be hard it. to do that. I know downtown I know, Spokane. I know, Unless you did that um, that walking street. <laughs> God, I hope the farts are coming through to the listeners online because we just break into laughter out of nowhere. But <laughs> the uh, the the there's that one brick paved street they made. That's wall wall. Yeah, so that that is it, it most meanders people a little have bit. no fucking clue. No, it does meander. Yeah. It, it it does. A- it's narrow, but they have they have these. Uh, Bollard concrete bollards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's but not gonna hay work. bales on each yeah. one. Yeah, Why not? yeah. So you can yeah. have something to eat before you lose your now, teeth. I'm gonna go off topic, but on the downtown that's a straightaway, you failed to negotiate a straightaway. <laughs> you should not be on a bike anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm waxing sentimental, but in the original downtown crit, which was considered the fastest crit in the in America yeah. at that time, yeah. and Leonard Nitz averaged 41 yeah. miles an hour in one oh lap. Is a kilometer yeah. lamp. So, we had that hot lap prize. Yep. Yeah. Attention riders, attention yeah, riders, hundred dollar yeah. hot lap, yeah, yeah that's from shit. Domino's Pizza, mm. hot lap. So anyway, oh, the, there's this the good guy, old days. this yep. this Canadian rider, which came into the bike shop I was working at, and he's and he was in the pro ones, and he came around this turn one by Howard. And now it's Boo Radley's, so a lot of people are like, who, who no fucking you're talking you're about, talking about, about mm-hmm. yeah. But this is back when newspapers were Unless still they read pro- to being produced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and they had this this fixated <laughs> newspapers. Little boys still <laughs> on the street going, ah, track, track. No, it was a metal box. Yeah, it was a metal box. <laughs> and it was bolted down so people would put their quarters in and get their spokesman review. Yeah. And there oh, was somebody blew a tu- tu- tubular just like, bloom. you know, somebody caught, I don't know. It, but it just blew. Rick Howland. You're jumping subjects. Anyway. Let Paul finish. He goes and just starts <laughs> taking people out, and and that is a fast corner because you're going down um, Spokane Falls Boulevard. That's the longest straight stretch, other than Post, but that one going into that corner. This guy and I'm standing in the corner, and I see him just fly off his bike, and his rib cage just takes 
the box. It collapsed his lungs and broke his. This is really encouraging people to race. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're go. gonna save bike yeah. racing. <laughs> yeah, right. And this but is the course you wanna. You know. Yeah, I want to emulate mm-hmm. that because it was yeah. exciting. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest with you, it is. It, yeah, it's kind of a NASCAR thing. <clears throat> well, well, and that's where you're gonna get spectators, though. You yeah. need that excitement. You need multiple corners. You need blood. A little bit, a little bit. Blunt force trauma. Yeah. So, um, so the thing I like about Kendall Yard is it seems to be an entity of its own that has money and maybe backing for something like this. Sometimes you think, well, the city, you know, they got their things, and you got to get in some some sort of political, you know, clout to get where you need to go. But if yeah. you go to Kendall Yard, you might be able to. I mean, if if it attracts people to their area, mm-hmm. they may be back. They may back it. They may be very supportive of it. Yeah, I, I, because it'll bring people to their area. Try and figure out a course on that layout, though. There's that the the okay, uh, you, you want to be on Kaiser. You guys, are get, you guys are getting way too local, too regionally yeah. specific here. Uh, okay. But the thing about it is, is finding an area that does support. I like Jack your idea of. I mean, Kendall Yards is is one of those areas that does support. Uh, a little niche community. Mm-hmm. It has a farmer's market on right. Wednesday nights. They closed down that street. Mm-hmm. They had spoke movie fest nights. Th- they had spoke fest this last week, uh, this last weekend. They closed down the street. Um, they're willing to do some of these things and finding those areas that aren't far off rural, you know, communities that are, they're building houses mm-hmm. slowly one by one. And, and they're all new businesses too. Yeah. All those businesses mm-hmm. want, you can't put bike races out in the middle of nowhere and grow the sport. It's just, you know, you got to find that way to, and as you say, build that community, build it with a festival, build it with something else that makes it enjoyable. Yeah. And especially if you're talking like, uh, um, an evening, you know, going into the yeah. evening, uh, yeah. Ballard crit where you, you know, you get done with Ballard and you, Go to a Mexican restaurant, bar, whatever. You stay there. Yeah, that's you know a a third of the people that that are racing or friends and family are going to stay there and eat. And so that makes people excited. That that makes the businesses excited too. There's there's isn't there even a little bike shop downtown um, in in Kenilworth? Not anymore. No, 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 they went out. No, yeah, they're just e-bikes and cruisers. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. Jeez. so we, I, I believe we've just come up with several reasons for people to go out there and save the sport that they love. Quit sitting on your asses. Quit training for you know a th- triathlon, um, <laughs> and, and 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 just I think if everybody if if we got to the point where if, if certain people even those small teams you mentioned, Paul, mm-hmm. I remember moments with small teams where you could join forces with another small team and five guys becomes ten guys and then we're able to. Put on a goddamn time trial. So what about the national scene? I know you've talked about, I've, I've heard, you know, there's like a couple national teams. Yeah. But so I think, and it, it's maybe very challenging, but you got to raise the money to draw a pro purse. If you draw a pro purse. You got to have cash. Yeah. It, it brings, so, so you approach a sponsor or two to get that just that pro purse everybody else has a bike race has a fun family bike race leading up to the big pro race but you got to find a spot on the calendar that that would draw everybody that's available whether they're a euro pro or an an american pro to come here for a five thousand dollar you know right a five thousand dollar win 
you win, you win 5,000 bucks. I mean, it sounds like some of these U.S. pros aren't making shit for wages anyway. So they'd they'd come here like Boise. And you fit it in the calendar. Or the weekend after Boise. Near Boise. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which is already taken, but... It the is. U.S. But, calendar is oh, yeah. pretty full. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a mystery one that the final one is, last time I looked, was like September 10th or something yeah. like that. No, not 10th because that would be Tuesday, but anyway. yeah, You get some uh, maybe a er- little bit earlier prior to cross season, just barely before cross season. You know, yeah. I mean, everybody's yeah. well, ramping the, up. The, some of the thing is we, we have this, uh, oh, son of a gun. I just knocked over. A beer. That's okay. Yeah, Keep yeah. Going. It's a live show. But it's anyway, but so um, no yeah. Well, we have. Oh, he's lighting up. He's lighting up. <laughs> yeah. So it. the thing is, just trying to tie it into a uh, um, festival, and, and the yeah. Spoke Fest has been a constant, and and we we've talked about even uh, Pat and I with the Spokane uh, sports sports commission guys, yeah, sports yeah. commission guys is like if we could tie it in the festival, that makes it a lot easier for us. This is your and kid's baby blanket. Or, uh, <laughs> almost like I knew this was going to happen yeah, someday. Yeah, look, look at all at the that, towels man. I'm throwing out here. Um, so uh, we were trying to tie that into uh, – one thought was, you know, like on Friday do a cross because it's becoming kind of towards that cross yeah, season. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, then Saturday doing the, the Twilight Crit and then on um, – Sunday is that spoke fest. Uh, so filler sweatshirts and throw them up there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know that's the intentions, uh, and I, it would be nice to be able to have like yeah, some kind good. of festival. But most, like most towns, if you you know you've been in the food business too, Jack, is like August is like the worst to have a hot you know a, a yeah. restaurant or any kind of business, and especially downtown. Um, Everybody's at the at the lake. Yeah, that's what you said. Right, that's where right. the season starts. Yeah, nobody, nobody, uh, nobody wants to hang out in town. They're at the lake before school starts. Yeah, no. the season starts. And everybody has kids. Yeah, and it, nowadays that are racing. So God, so but, much pricks. I know. Quit multiplying. Quit having kids. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that it's in the works. So you we need are, a, We're in the discussion phase. Yeah. Are you? Uh, you're going to start a uh, a cycling club. Here we to go. Promote. Nice segue. How come I wow, I, I keep mentioning this? That? I keep mentioning this. Yes, and, it was it was on the on the DL as the kids say. It was we were trying to keep it quiet for a long time. Paul, if you need to grab another beer, you're not being punished. Are you, are you oh, going to drink out of that? <laughs> well, we have glasses in the just, just no, chew this it. This is with the Concor saddle. If he can yeah. drink out of that. <laughs> And chew the glass as he's. Uh, you'd be really so sorry, tough Belgian. Pat. And and all the listeners going now. No, I I can't actually. This is what I love about this. I don't. I I've always said I don't edit this show because I want it to be. I want it to be happening. Pure. I want it to be. When I say happening, I don't mean like, dude. I want it happening, bro. No, but I I just it happens as it happens, and this is this is you know. You're lucky his epoxy has cured. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, um, teams, clubs. Paul and uh, Paul, you were you were kind of hesitant for me to kind of say some of this stuff earlier, and and I can completely understand. There's a yellow rag behind us on another bar stool. If you need another one, nope, just collecting um, glass. Okay. Um, the Arrive Cycling Club was the club that we talk about quite a bit in in this podcast. That was where kind of the three of us all came together to us to to 
meet. That's our origin story, if you will. Um, and this was a club that put on the 1984 and the 1988 Olympic trials. <laughs> Paul's just having the shittiest night of all time. Hey, why don't you put your beer in front of that? <laughs> um, and so we've been talking about trying to rejuvenate the club itself. And we have decided that, um, well, I guess I've decided that the uh, Rive Cycling Club under the pack filler umbrella is going to exist again. We are going to create... I was going to push some kind of sound. We're going to... Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. To um, celebrate the... Yeah, the, the Rive Cycling Club is coming back. There we go. <laughs> It's almost like I planned this, right? Yeah. Jesus. Um, and, and we're starting small. I, I, I believe starting small is the key to success yeah. here. There's three of us. Well, no, you know, I've had several listeners actually express interest in being a part of this. Um, and I will say this, that I, I don't want to say no, but I don't want to say yes. I don't want to be elitist. I don't want to turn this into, well, only the cool bros can join. I don't want to turn it into something like that. But I also don't want to suddenly start, you know, this, this, this. I don't want it to become too big for itself that it, there people aren't. I've, I've been on rides where I see people I've never met in the same jersey. And it's like, who the fuck are you? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and this social element of the sport, I think, is so critical. And so um, I, I definitely am going to open up the, the Pack Filler Reve Club to a, to, People, but I also want to make sure it's something that people realize is a fit for them and go from there. Am I saying things correctly? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's culture fit. Yeah, yeah. So, with that being said, you ready for my pie in the sky idea? All right. Okay. <laughs> now I almost ran out of fucking time here. And where are my notes? Okay, they're over there. Oh, they got beer on them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> it smells like a triple. Belgian. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Imagine if you will, and I want the listeners to respond to this. We got we got quite a few guys on online right now listening through Mixler. Mixler, thank you for sticking with us. Um, how do I start this? Okay, we I, I, I this whole show I was talking about the social element, right? Um, golf golf players have a club, a country club that they go to. Tennis players have a club they go to. Um, there are multiple types of athletics and sports. Hell, fitness clubs where you go to, where you pay a monthly due to go to this place. Okay? Imagine if you will. Just shut your eyes and think about this. <laughs> the, the, I, I'm going to just call it the Arrive Cycling Club. Would this be something you would join? Here are the offers. Okay? It is open to all but it has a discount for members. It deliver, It has uh, local quality coffee, beer, and wine available. Okay? It has TVs in it for bike, viewing, bike race viewing parties, and it's showing different, different things like that at regular amounts of times. It has a mechanic, kind of a part-time mechanic, and a shop space available for you to work on your own bikes or to learn how to work on your own bikes. It has... This is a pie in the sky here. Mm -hmm. the, the availability for bike storage for people who live in, a, in the metro area and don't want to take their bike to and from work every day. And if you pay a fee, they'll even clean your bike for you. Okay. These are all extra fees, things like that. It has fitness classes, 10 to 20 bike fitness classes 
Sufferfest style classes. Cycle um, U. Yeah, Cycle U, all those types of things like that. Um, it offers events, club exclusive uh, events such as such as trips. You know, going to Europe to watch the classics. Um, I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it has. Uh, it offers um, tours if you want um, winery region tours if you're into that kind of thing. It offers um, races, small, medium large size races that it offers. I was thinking, bringing back the concept of the third Sunday. We used to have a third, third Sunday, Sunday series. Twilight series, yep. Yeah, um, where these races are available. Okay, these events are available to all, but club members get it either free or reduced entry fee. The larger trips are just for club members. And the tours, things like that, go to Europe and watch races and things like that. Classes on maintenance, on training, on nutrition, Discounts for local shops, nutrition, coaching. I'm not going to build a bike shop in this because you want to keep local shops happy. It has USAC affiliation. It has race support. This is okay. This I'm dreaming big. Yeah. It ha, it yeah. offers um, the old good old fashioned Arrive van bus that will take that will go to races and provide race day yeah. support. It will take a team to a race. It'll book hotels. It'll do those types of things. But the riders have to pay for those things. But it'll all be taken care of. It offers bike fitting classes. Um, these are all the things that this club could create. Um, look at Rafa, high-end clothing stores that are almost like a high-end super coffee shop. Look at bike tour companies. Look at training facilities, race organizers, themed pubs. Sufferfest offers an embassy program they talk about, which is you have a license to do the classes with a voiceover person saying, okay, and we're going to do an interval in three, two, one, go, 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 go. Not fucking spinning where you have a bouncy person going... One yeah. more time, you know, or something like that. You know, not insulting um, Jesse Thompson, who does this here in Spokane. She is a fucking awesome instructor, and I'm not insulting him. Her, she is the uh, wife of Roger. Drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I didn't knock over my glass. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, Good job. No, hey, yeah. Don't clink glasses. You're gonna break it. Um, and um, the Flying Irish. Hell, even Harley yeah. riders have clubs mm-hmm. yeah. where they do this type of thing. So, first of all. Does this sound like something that it would be absolutely insane to do? People do it already. I would never pay for something like that. And number two, if it sounds like something you would do, what would you pay to do that monthly? Now, so the, the first thing I think the best part is not having any bike parts or... You're not selling anything. No, yeah. no because they say you know how to have a million-dollar bike shop. You start with $5 million. <laughs> So <laughs> if you get the bike selling... I'm talking portion out of there, but you know, maybe yeah. tubes and and shit like that. But that's just, it. Yeah. It's well, vending simple. machine. You just put tubes oh, in yeah. the vending machine. Oh, I like just, that. I mean, so so you show up to a you show up to a. I'm I'm imagining a big warehouse. That's that's all it's you could do. Got to be a pretty a, good sized facility. It, yeah. Just a big warehouse with a big screen and a and a um, uh, video. Yeah. On the, you know, to show races or whatever. Yeah. But you have a room that's dedicated with like three park stands and a full set of tools and a vending machine full of tubes and, uh, and Bonotto tape. And, um, <laughs> Bonotto. And, and so, uh, no, that, that concept where you could have a trainer come in, you could, you could almost, um, free or, uh, sub out the classes so you're not like 100% responsible no, yeah. for 
getting that employee you're like you know some people do a, say a yoga a class sub, yeah. and that yoga instructor collects from the people that they've they're almost like a hairstylist yeah it's yeah. your business yeah so you have this facility and you're renting out the space I, i'm the flying irish is like a, it's just a, a thousand people yeah. that are running that you don't pay a fee to be a member of but you get discounts to races you get um you can buy jerseys for a, a price so so if you're if you're looking to build volunteers and build um camaraderie between people i think that if you make it free but you pay for your stuff then you will get participation if you make it 30 bucks a month you may have less people. But don't you think there would be a benefit in terms of member benefits where, okay, if somebody comes in and they pay eight bucks, you could have seven levels. bucks for a sure. beer, members pay three bucks for a beer. Yeah, you could or, have social you know, level, like um, yeah. premier level it, or, or club level. You are, so so. I've done Flying Irish for years. Yeah. Um, you uh, have you described sh- what flying irish are it's so, a running club so the flying yeah. irish i, is I, I, I know who they are but so, I don't know if the so the largest running club in the world and they meet here in spokane so i mean spokane has these easy potential for yeah. being the best the largest that you know for such a small city. Oh, yeah you know hoop fest bloomsday flying irish yeah so um you you get people together that like 400 people on a Wednesday night run and you have cheap beer. Well, you know, there's people that get money to, they've qualified for Boston. Flying Irish takes in money various ways and they give, you know, Joe money yeah. to go to Boston. Yeah. And and kind of like we are sponsored as, as a junior, you get some money so, to go to Nashville. So my point here is, is if you were to combine th- that concept with Flying Irish, with a Rafa, which is a high-end, uh, you know, the clothing stores mm-hmm. that kind of, I, I don't Little want and Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hey, yeah. They're, they're, they sponsor the Cater Swifts. to that, they, you know, and, ca- and create those tiers. Would that be a viable product? Paul Nike he hasn't had a too. chance to talk. Local Nike. Sorry to no, that's right. Local Nike cycling. I mean, so local Nike has been really upfront with giving to local clubs who are going to wear Nike yeah. racing gear. So, so I mean, you could get some of these local distributors to provide. I guess what spurred this idea was I was recently in, in Oregon and my wife and I went to a, uh, a brew pub that was in a theater. And, and being a theater guy, I just was like, holy shit. And they were talking about all the things that they do in there. They have movie nights. They do all these kind of things and make it that, you know, that part of a social element. And it was a brewery. Um, and I'm not going to brew beer. Um, but I was like, God, why isn't there this? Why isn't there this place, you know, where everybody knows your name, where you stop by before and after a ride, you do rides. It becomes, you know, it kind of encompasses all this stuff. So. Don't talk. Paul's got it's got to be his turn. I got to run this show somehow. <laughs> he broke my favorite glass. So. I know, and I, I feel really bad. And Don't. that's why I'm pretty silent. I'm sitting here. You're you're up the you're, peak. Yeah, this you're, is like my my. Yeah, this is bubblegum right now. It's, <laughs> it's so anyway. ideas. <laughs> I, I like the idea. I, I you know I don't I'm not a a person that could put that together, but I like. Oh, I'm not I, I like I like the idea that. I think that would really help Spokane, and it really yeah. help 
you know, cycling Spokane is what I meant to say is, is gotta be a great little place yeah. to gather. And, um, Exclusiveness, like Arafa, has a tendency to get that snobbery. But that's I think what that's you've got to avoid. Is yeah, that, is, that and, and, elite. But you know, like uh, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a that's a pretty, pretty cool idea, novel yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wonder if somebody with a brighter mind could. Yeah. You know, figure out a way to piece it together. And I like the idea that it's warehouse, but. But you, you know, what, have what a, do you got? Somebody drinking beer, and all of a sudden you have somebody doing the spin classes. They have to be separate. Well, well you could. They divide, have to be separate. You have it. to split it up. So yeah, exactly. So and it's got to be. It's got to be a place that's accessible to a good amount of ride start areas. Right mm-hmm. off. It's right off of the trail. It's got to be accessible to uh, a, a business district. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people are going to be working for a living, and they can drive there, and they, you know, it's got to have parking, it's got to have all that kind of stuff. But you know, that's the. I was just kind of going, okay, would people pay for something like this? By the way, listeners, let me know if you get these great ideas. So the GU area, um, yeah. you know, you have well, I mean, it doesn't U even District have to be here. PT, yeah. Um, so Flying Irish, for example, what if you were multi? And and I hate to get away from just cycling, mm-hmm. but what if like You've done it all night. Bring it up running. I always bring it up. <laughs> well, well, no, no. I'm just saying. So, so if you're you're looking to rent out space or to increase numbers, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of runners that ride, especially when they get hurt and not getting into triathlon get all, all the, the time. time. I'm not getting into and, triathlon. Jack. And I didn't mention triathlon. You must wear sleeves at my club. But um, <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm just saying you could create a giant club that would self sustain sustain itself and provide volunteers so maybe cycling is getting um you know leaner volunteers but what if you brought in people that are that multi-sport that you don't even that don't go to a race that don't do you know um you know a national series or, or a race cross or anything but they ride and they run and all of a sudden, they're part of a club. So maybe you need a bigger club that's multi-sport. Uh, I, I hate. I sorry. Now you just watered down this thought. You just lost me. Fuck, yeah. fuck yeah. it. I was uh, I was somewhere else. I was making a shopping list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about climbing gym? We're no <laughs> shit. <laughs> but that is the same no, thing. I, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying about I'm, a membership. That hey, I'm people promise. go there. You yeah. Know? I mean, so I, if we could get the armory, our climbing gym is just a really steep treadmill that you got to ride on. <laughs> <laughs> all right gentlemen we're running late on time we got to finish the. we got to finish the 13 all right we are down to the final third of the 13s for this round okay You guys, I have to interrupt the show here really quick. I think things just got far too out of hand with us just having way too much fun spilling beers and all those sort of things. You know, the bike racing podcast. Before I got to the 13, I was supposed to mention that the 13 is brought to you by our friends at Fit for Hope. Fit for Cross is the challenge that was thrown my way. I'm still trying to decide if I'm man enough to really do the Fit for Cross challenge. That would be me going to fitforhope.com registering myself as a fit for hope athlete challenging myself to get my ass in shape for cyclocross and getting motivation and doing it for a cause 
you too can do the same thing. It doesn't have to be cross. It can be whatever goal you're trying to achieve. Check out their website, get motivated, and get out there. Fitforhope.com. Thanks to Jake and the crew for giving me a reason to potentially do this. Now let's get to the 13. The 13. That was a, that was the saddle <laughs> fart. Okay. Stop it. <laughs> Would you rather and why was the category and uh, the final categories in the 13 are one, number one. Would you rather be Lance Armstrong or the guy who accidentally shot Greg LeMond and why? <laughs> <laughs> is that Dick Cheney? <laughs> no, you would have got him in Come the on. face. Would you rather be Lance, disgraced Lance Armstrong, host of a very, very he successful does real podcast, well. <laughs> or, or Greg, the guy who shot Greg LeMond like and you just no did it, brainer. you were really felt really bad about it, and now you're just completely in anonymity. For fuck's sakes, I'd never want to be Lance <laughs> So Armstrong. you're the guy who shot LeMond? Because I, I don't like LeMond. I'd shoot him twice. I don't like LeMond. <laughs> I'd shoot him twice. <laughs> Uh, he was a great writer. Hopefully, he's not he's, listening. To this. No, I doubt. I doubt it. Yeah, but well, you never know. no, I, I think he's a great writer, and he did great things for American I love cycling. Yeah. But I, I'm so tired of his his little commentary on anything. Oh, uh, they're they're running motors now. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, for yeah, fuck's yeah. sake, you've been out of here. Oh, get out of here. Jack Lance or, or the guy who Lamont shot was a great junior. Um, <laughs> Oh, I'd be Lance. I, Would you? What? Yeah, he re, he reinvented himself three times over since his disgrace. So, I mean, I think I heard somebody like Paul mention on a former podcast. I just muted his mic, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I did too. Yeah. <laughs> there, you're back. Okay, so anyway, Paul even said that he's starting to come around that that was... Did you mute me again? No, I didn't. You're oh. good. That that he it was the culture of the you know of of the time so you know well let's clarify that I said the thing is I think it's stupid for him to take it away yeah I I think it's stupid to take away right. his, his tour wins and he was a crafty cyclist everybody okay. was on the same I didn't program. ask you guys this I asked who you yeah but be. I'm trying to clarify my name I know I we're an I'm hour not th- coming around to to Lance so we're an hour all thirteen all right all right. Right. Yeah, Lance. Lance, right. okay. I'd what about you? Go. I'd rather be the guy who should, took a shot at Greg. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Man, he was, no, Greg didn't didn't do anything wrong. I know. And you guys are that's, shooting No, him. I'm not shooting. That's I'm how, not, first of all, Greg was that's shot. That's a commentary on Lance, how shitty of a Greg, person he is. <laughs> Greg was shot by accident, first of all. And number are two, you sure about the that? guy who shot him, I just I would want to be like, oh, God, I did a bad thing, but now it's over. I can live my life. Ruined it. Yeah, you want two more tours Ruined after that. Career. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Greg did fine. <laughs> yeah. Until yeah. that just, lead yeah. started to give him, like, yeah, you know, whatever down, disease. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if this one's worth it, but we'll see. Ride one high end gravel bike with three sets of wheels or three bikes all under the $1,000 price point. I'm not following that. Would you rather ride one bike? With three sets of wheels, the gravel bike right there. Oh, I that see can what you're saying. Three sets yeah, of wheels. Yeah. yeah. Or would you rather ride three bikes all under a grand? If they were under a grand with rim brakes, I would take those because uh, <laughs> the only way a gravel bike would have would have to have disc brakes in order to ride three different size wheels. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I, that is true. I yep. did know that. that I, yeah. I'd ride a 1984 Bianchi. Uh, <laughs> A 1984 Eddie Merckx with Liam a Concorde Stacey saddle that version. looks like a re- eraser, pencil eraser, yeah. pencil eraser, <laughs> and um, yeah, definitely the three bikes. Okay, how about definitely. you? 
I do cross gravel bike with three I'd wheels. Just serve, mm-hmm. uh, and a lawn, I'd probably do the high end gravel with three wheels. A lawn cross a lawn. bike. Those things were noodles. They're awesome. Finally, you ready for the mm-hmm. last of the thirteen, gentlemen? Would you rather be busted for EPO or motorized doping? EPO. <laughs> That's an Motorized, easy one. Yeah, yeah, I know. Motorized doping is an e-bike, right? No, it's putting a small little motor in the in the seat tube of your bike and riding a race with additional watts. And that's an e-bike, right? Well, no, yeah, but no, it's a concealed e-bike. It's, yeah, it's a hidden e-bike. e-bike. So it's yeah. like people. what Chris Froome was accused of, and. Um, Actually, Conchalara yeah. yeah. in 2010. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what was the other one? Phil Guyman, actually. <laughs> EPO, EPO or motorized uh, doping? Accused of? Busted. Busted. Oh, definitely EPO. <laughs> 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 I'd be. I, you have any, good any company. Drug, yeah. yeah. Any yeah. drug over. Yeah. And, over and apparently just you can. You can regain your career after an EPO bust and right. make money off of right. it, not or, naming any names. Or you oh, can be like uh, Pataki, who all of a sudden loses all his jobs because now he's two-year span. Oh, you know, yeah. Remember, Rosano yeah. Pataki just That's got true. a two-year span. Wow. Or, I don't know if his EPO, I can't remember what his drug bust was, or if his passport came up. Hmm. But. There, there you go. go. There yeah. you go. We'd all be Is rather be just, dopers than motor dopers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I can't imagine anybody choosing motor dope over. Motor dope is. That like, is like, nah, that is. So girly. <laughs> <laughs> Such a girl. <laughs> oh, great. Thanks you know, for that, that that's, Jack. That's actually, yeah. that's too bad you said that because the only one it that's is. actually been caught. Is in, a female is in a, a cross, in a cyclocross race. race. Yeah. No yeah. shit. Yeah, wow. exactly. Belgian 19 year old. Oh, that sucks. You guys, we've gone an hour and 17 minutes into this one-hour podcast. Thank you to all of our listeners who stuck with us for the entire time. We have saved bike racing. We have given you <laughs> all the material you need to save bike racing. And if you build the dream club, all I ask for is a free membership. There right? you go. Yeah. Right. right. So that was a dream? We're not doing we that? We went long. Wait, I, we're I have doing to that? We no. could. Oh, I thought we were doing. We that. could do it. We just gotta. You know, what does it? Do you mean? understand the word investors? Dream? Oh no. Oh yeah. Maybe yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We just need somebody with a big paycheck uh, to yeah. write us one, and 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 I'll make it happen. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll retire. <laughs> All right. Right on. You guys subscribe to the podcast. Uh, keep the comments coming. Check us out Facebook, Twitter, all those sorts of things, and tell a friend about us. And until then, thank you, Jack. You're welcome. He was looking at his fucking phone. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Sorry about your beer glass and going long because we had to mop up my shit. And Karsten Karsten Hagen, we love you. Go away, bitch. We will catch you guys next time. Bye, Karsten. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.